This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get amplified. Hello, hello, Amplify You family. Michelle Abraham here, and I am so glad you guys are joining us today because have I got a special guest for you with an Ask the Expert interview. I have my dear friend, Alan Carroll, with us. Alan, how are you doing today? Michelle, I'm excited. I'm excited to be here and I'm excited to be able to share some valuable things with the audience. Excellent. Well, let me share a little bit more with our audience of all about you, Alan. So Alan is an educational psychologist. He specializes in transpersonal psychology, which is super interesting. He founded Alan Carroll and Associates over 30 years ago. And before that, he was a senior sales training consultant for 10 years at a digital equipment corporation. He has dedicated his life in search of mindfulness tools that can be used by everyone, young and old, to transform their ability to speak at a professional level, as well as reduce the psychological suffering and caused by the misidentification with our ego and reconnect to the vast transcendent dimension of consciousness that lies just on the other side of the thoughts we think and in between the words we speak. So a powerful messaging, Alan. I'm excited to dive in today because not only am I a student of yours going into one of your courses next week, but also I've learned so much from you over the last year working with you um, at Amplify You. I'm so excited to hear a little bit more about how you can really support our podcasters um, with how they communicate and and people can hear their language and hear their messaging in a much better way. Yep, absolutely. That's what I do. Go ahead, ask me a question. Let's let's well, let's fire well, this puppy up. Absolutely. Well, just welcome to welcome to the show. And I want to know um, how can us as so what's the problem with the way we speak right now? And I know. I'm a fire hose when I speak. So what is wrong with being a fire hose when you speak? When you watch somebody speak, what they're doing, what you're doing, what I'm doing, I'm blowing air out of this instrument called my body. Mm -hmm. I am putting my lips and my mouth and my tongue into a certain position. I am blowing just the right amount of air for just the right amount of time. To create a a sound bubble, a bubble of sound that you hear for as long as I continue to blow, you hear a sound. But when I stop blowing, well, what's that sound when I stop speaking? What? Oh, that's there's no sound there at all. That's right. So that's the sound of silence. And when you watch the amateur speaker versus a professional speaker. If you just look for the amount of silence, pausing, space, the person is able to insert between 
this sound that they're making, like hello, and this sound that they're making two, three seconds after they said the first sound. And the amateur speaker, you don't hear any silence at all. You hear talk, 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 talk. How you doing today? Good to see you. Very nice. Constant flow of, of energy. And that constant flow of energy in the mindfulness business is called the, the yang energy. And from the Tao, you have the yang energy, which is the forward thrusting, the fire, the energy, the masculine, the, the, the energy coming out this way. Mm-hmm. And what's missing is the feminine energy. Mm-hmm. Feminine energy is the inhalation of the energy, the inhalation of the prana. And you are now cooling the fire of the dragon, the dragon speaking, the firing of the dragon, the dragon's breath. It needs to be cooled. Well, how do you cool it? Stop igniting the thoughts (laughs) with your energy and pause. And you'll notice that when you begin to practice consciously, putting little pauses, little cracks between the sounds that you make, you discover a power. You discover something that you didn't even know was there before. And that power is the space of mindfulness. It's the space of beingness. And so we train our students to begin to stop speaking. Number one, stop speaking. And you'd be surprised. So hard. <laughs> You'd be surprised because you are you have a pattern that developed over the years, a pattern mm-hmm. of speaking. And so to stop speaking requires you to be more awake than you usually are when you speak. Mm-hmm. And so when you ask the question, uh, do you know how to speak? Everybody would put one in chat. Yes, I know how I know how to speak. Mm-hmm. Well, then that means, Michelle, that the podcasters and yourself, you're not thinking about speaking because I already know how to speak. Mm -hmm. I might be thinking about what I want to say when I'm speaking, but the speaking piece, no, 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 no. I've been doing that for years. I don't know how to think about that one. And if you don't think about the speaking, then you're an automatic speaker. And when you're an automatic speaker, you don't have a choice about how you're going to vibrate the air when when you speak. But when you are a conscious, mindful, spacious speaker and create that one or two seconds worth of time, you now have the chance to think about what am I going to say next? How am I going to formulate that? Meaning, am I going to change my voice? I'm going to show you a picture with my with my hands, like a gesture. Maybe even I'll do a physical object to represent some something that I want you to understand. But now I have time to think about how I want to perform my thoughts. So the amateur doesn't perform their thoughts. The amateur talks. A professional speaker is conscious enough to perform their thoughts. Interesting. I know one of the things that's always gone through my mind, if I slow down or if I take moments um, when I'm listening, like when I'm listening, I'm trying to listen. 
but also try to think of what's coming next so that when you get that moment to speak, I feel like sometimes you like a fear of like forgetting what you're going to say or nothing coming out causes the lack of space for me. Is that is that normal or is that something that you've seen other people experience too? When you begin to practice mm-hmm. pausing, you begin to relax immediately your physical body. Because every time you project the energy out with that yang energy, it creates tension in the physical body. And every time you pause, creates relaxation in the physical body. So when you want to speak, you need to keep the instrument in a state of relaxation. So you've maximized your connection to your database. If you are tense, then you're then it's a little tighter to get to your database of knowledge. And I got my PowerPoint slides. And so the energy doesn't flow as easily through your body because the instrument that's accessing the data is in a state of tension. And as you begin to practice creating pauses, a flow of energy begins to happen in your body just comes right down from the head all the way through your body, through the soles of your feet. And so now the instrument, which is doing the speaking, is in a state of relaxation. And so your access to what you want to say is greater. You you are more relaxed. You're more calm. You're more confident. Your communication is clearer. And that's, 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 that's a wonderful thing to be able to do. Mm. And I heard you say one time about when you're speaking so quickly and with that like intensity, what it causes the audience, uh, what's the experience the audience is having then? Well, when, when, you, when you're a mindful, spacious speaker, mm-hmm. you control the number one skill of a professional speaker, which is the which is the on-off switch, which is the controlling switch. When, when you're able to control the timing of your speaking, you then have one of these. This is, I can control my speaking piece. Right. I also can control my stopping piece. And so when you watch the professional speaker, they speak when they want to speak, and they're able to stop when they want to stop. And when you control the speaking consciously and you control the silence consciously, you control the number one skill, which is the skill of timing, being able to control the timing of your speaking. And that will transform your whole experience of of speaking. And one of the great, I want to say it's, it's a metaphor, I was listening to a fellow named Muji, and Muji is talking about trying to explain what I'm what I'm explaining, and he says the thoughts that you're thinking are the thoughts that you're speaking are like the clouds, and you look up and you see the clouds, and he said what you want to be able to do is part the clouds, and you'll see the sky on the other side of the clouds. And the sky is infinite. And like it goes sky, you got the universe, you got the galaxy. The sky and space is infinite, but you can't see that 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 infinite quality because of the clouds. And the clouds are your ego. 
It is your ego condensing, which is a source of suffering. You say something about me, I get upset. So I identify with my ego. You say something nice about me, I'm happy. So I'm at the effect of, of what's going on over there. So in order to, the transpersonal psychologist wants to go from the ego into the space of the being, which means part the clouds and begin to see the sky and allow the sky to come through your speaking. And we, in psychology, we call that the space of the being, presence, mind, mindfulness, and you can do it, create it, by just consciously putting a space between the sounds that you make, and pretty soon you 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 have a whole experience of spaciousness. And now I can control, I can talk as fast as I want to talk. I can talk up to 350 words per minute if I want to do that, but I also can reduce the speed so I have control of the slow all the way to the fast. So it doesn't mean that fast is bad. It, it, it I means there's staccato notes in, in Beethoven's music. It, it can't, can't be bad here. But what <laughs> happens is you're not in control of it. And therefore, you overfill the buffers, and the audience is eating too much of your data food and can't digest anything, which just leads to confusion. And that's not the image that or the brand that you want to create on your podcast. Right. And I would imagine it stresses out the audience too. Um, and, you know, a lot of our podcasters also speak on stages. And so I would imagine that if you're speaking on stage and you're, or you're speaking to sell um, and you're speaking that quickly and, and, and then giving off that kind of intensity that's maybe stressing the audience out, you're not going to make very many sales from, <laughs> from the stage when you're, when you're selling like that. <laughs> Uh, well, along with that, uh, Roger Ailes, famous famous speaker, he trained speakers and created Fox News. I mean, he's he's a he's a great media guy. He said there were certain qualities that that a, a great speaker has that you want to have, and he said one of the number one qualities is that the audience sees somebody who is relaxed. It sends out a relaxed vibration. And one of the things that I remember from my high school physics class was a fish tank full of water, no fish, and they had two balls suspended in the fish tank. One ball was connected to a motor, and one ball was connected to a just a just a hook. And when they turned the motor on, it sent a vibration through the water. They hit the other ball, and the other ball would start vibrating at the same frequency. And they turned the motor off. And the other ball would slowly, slowly stop. So in the fish tank of the stage or the fish tank of the podcast, you set the vibration. And if you want people to be relaxed when you're speaking, you better have your own instrument in the state of relaxation. And the only way <laughs> that's going to happen is that if you have a thought in the middle of your podcast, gee, Alan, take a breath, relax your body. So in the middle of the great talk you're having about whatever you're talking about, you have another thought that comes in that says, wait a minute, Alan, take a breath and relax your body. Because if you don't have that thought, the body is not going to, is not going to, it's not going to respond. It's not going to, it's not going to do what, what you, oh, I should have, I should have relaxed. Well, you know, I should have taken a breath. <laughs> no, hey, you, you got to wake up. So how do you wake up? You wake up by stop speaking. So, 
So the technology that we're talking about is a disruptive technology. And what we're disrupting is the automaticity of the flowing of your thoughts as you speak. And you have voice recognition. There's 8 billion people on the planet. There's eight different voice recognitions because there's a pattern. There's a pattern to your speaking. You don't think there's a pattern to your speaking. Well, AI does. <laughs> and I'm able to disrupt the pattern of your speaking. And then when you ask yourself, well, who are you speaking for? You're speaking for your ego, me, my identity. Well, then disrupt your identity, disrupt mm -hmm. the ego. Wait a minute here. No, 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 no. Well, that's what you want to be able to do in order to get to the space of the being is to escape from the grip of the ego. And you can do that by taming the ego's tongue. And that, how do you do that? Stop speaking. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it's hard when you first start practicing that. I, I would, uh, I would just like to share that with everybody. I've had a hard time with it and I'm excited to go. By the time this podcast airs, I'll be on my way to go to one of your training programs for three days. Isn't that great? That's wonderful. I'm so excited. <laughs> the training is like going to the gym, Michelle. It's like you're going to be coached. You're going to go to the gym. There's going to be a coach there and we're going to be coaching you on how to do space push-ups. So cool. Because the sky is already there. We're not going to say, hey, did you know the sky is already there? You just got some clouds blocking the way. And all we have to do is begin to part the clouds, allow the sky to come in, videotape everything so you can actually see the change in videotape, and you'll become more spacious. And boy, when you become more spacious, you become less resistant to life as it flows at you because you're no longer resisting because you've put holes in the space of your speaking, which disrupts the fabric of your ego, which causes the resistance that you have. And all of a sudden you're more loving, more compassionate, more relaxed, less upset than you are normally because you, you have, I call it aerated your thoughts. You have begun to put holes like you do with the lawn in the wintertime. You aerate the lawn. I'm aerating the thoughts that I'm speaking by putting coals. And when you listen to me speak, there's holes all over the place in my speaking. And my body's relaxed. Mm -hmm. And I can breathe. So I'm taking more prana energy into my body right now. Because since I, I'm pausing, there's a space that I can take in more energy, but if I don't pause between the sounds that I speak, I, I can only take little tiny breaths, and that's not going to be very beneficial to mindfulness. You don't hear any mindfulness people saying, take little breaths. You know, They, they take <laughs> big breaths. Okay. Oh, and the minute I knew I needed your help was when I listened back to a presentation I did where I would literally sounded like I was out of breath while I was talking <laughs> and giving a presentation. I'm like, oh man, I need Alan's help <laughs> to aerate that, aerate that speech. <laughs> yeah, aerate the speech. And it, it, it requires practice. And my recommendation is go to your home, go to a place at home where there's minimum distractions, like the bathroom, get a chair, get a mirror, Sit down in the chair, close the door, relax your body, close your eyes, get your body relaxed. Get your body relaxed. Keep relaxing your body, relax your body, relax your body, and then open your eyes. Just be with yourself in the mirror. Just see if you can hold eye contact with the mirror without 
moving your body. <laughs> body is absolutely still. And you're just looking at your eyes, you're relaxed, and you're still. Can you do that? Step one. And you'll notice that your, your body is can't hold eye contact and your body is moving around and, and you have to calm the body down. Got to get the body under control. Mm. Then start making some sounds. One we talk about in the training is I'm a professional speaker. Why? Because I can speak when I want to speak and I can stop when I want to stop. We go fast, we go slow. So we'll start that one really, really slow. About 25, 30 words per minute, which would look something like this. I am a professional speaker. So I'm blowing bubbles of sound and there's lots of sky. Lots of sky in between the sounds. When you go really fast, there's no sky. There's no beingness. It's all ego. And you can put some sky in there. Oh, boy, oh, boy. You, you live another 20, 30 years of your life, you can do that. Because the, the tension in the body causes the disease in the body. If you can keep tension free, which means aerating your thoughts, which are causing the tension, then it can only be beneficial to your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. Mm, I love that. That's fantastic. So, Alan, you've traveled all over the world teaching this and corporations. And who's been your favorite kind of student to teach this to? Professional speakers mm-hmm. who are who want to polish their ability to speak, mm-hmm. recognize that speaking is part of the brand, especially if you're in the speaking business. Mm-hmm. For example. People who I remember one time at Digital Equipment Corporation, uh, the number one speaker of the corporation, the person always went up in front of audiences, whether it's the board at IBM or whether it is 5,000 people, John Lothar. And John Lothar was an incredible entertainer. And that's part of what speaking is. Can you entertain the audience while you're speaking? Well, what does that mean? I'm not there to entertain. Well, if you looked at the definition, you would realize that Entertainment is the ability to hold the attention mm-hmm. of the audience over time. And so you better be entertaining. Otherwise, they're going to turn the switch and, and you're going to go off. And so John was very entertaining. And he was really wanting to get better and better and better at his speaking, even though he was like the number one speaker and the second largest computer corporation in the world. And so having people who are thirsty, who really want to get better, Create a flow that allows the energy to come out of the of the trainer. And Werner Earhart from the S- Earhart Seminar training, he talked about that uh, the, the the listening of the audience that the podcaster is creating and speaking for creates the the, the listening creates the speaking. If the audience wants to hear what you're saying then the flow of words, the flow of energy out, because they're not resisting psychologically what they're saying. Their arms are open, let me speak, and it just flows out of you. But if the audience is, then it it stops, it doesn't flow. 
sounds like a lot of friction then in that. <laughs> oh, the, the, the friction is, is one of my favorite, favorite sayings when it comes to space and articulation of your thoughts is that articulation has three pillars to it. One pillar of articulation is clarity. Are you able to formulate the thought that you want to ignite and present to the audience? Can you present it clearly? No filler words, no ahs, no uhs. Your body's on, you know, it is clear, nice, nice and clear. Secondly, is it understandable? Are you are you talking in a way that I can understand what is too much over my head, too much unknown? Right, right there in my wheelhouse. I understand what the person is saying. And the third pillar of articulation is fluidity. Fluidity is the space between the sounds. And amateurs have no space between the sounds. And so what I what what we do is we take some space oil. <laughs> And we put the space oil between the two sounds right there. And all of a sudden, the sounds get separated. And so we've lubricated we've lubricated the, the, the engine of your speaking. And so the saying is, space is the lubricant that reduces the friction. And so you hear a professional speaker, very spacious, very flowing out of out of their voice harmony pleasant because they're balancing the feminine energy of the yin mm. with the masculine energy of the yang and they're doing that in present time and you got to be present grounded and relaxed to be able to do that because you also get to breathe and boy if you can just manage your breathing when you're speaking you're free. <laughs> You're free. <laughs> I'm looking forward to learning that coming up. And Alan, we also have the pleasure of working with you to launch your podcast that's coming out soon. It's Woohoo! You bet. You bet. Yeah, so exciting. So tell us a little bit about the podcast before we let you go today. Well, I've been in the mindfulness business, the psychology business, my my all, all my life. Mm-hmm. And what I've discovered in my own world is that we can change people's mindfulness qualities, building those mindfulness muscles by using the stage of public speaking, by controlling the timing. That requires mindfulness. And boy, when you control the timing, it transforms your ability to speak. And so that started me on my journey of earning a living by training people on on, on, mind, on mindfulness, but my passion is mindfulness. And so let's talk to folks that are in the mindfulness business, from the the healers who heal through mindfulness, to the meditators, to the yogis, to the Raja yogis, to all the scientists and the, the people that are involved in the transformation of consciousness. And let's have some conversations that will expand people's mindfulness muscles and begin to accelerate that ability to be stable in times of change. And because if you look at what's going on in the world, you could say, things are changing out there, young lady. They're changing for sure. Things are changing. And and most people aren't really f- flexible when it comes to changing because you're changing the pattern that I'm used to. And so I want to be able to create a conversation that allows that fluidity and the flexibility and the relaxation, no matter what the universe throws at you, on the sky. 
I, I'm the holder of it all. I'm the beingness. I'm not some ego getting. <laughs> but we want to build a bridge from the ego into the space of the being. Fantastic. Well, I'm looking forward to your show launching. And uh, if you are listening to this, um, we're going to have a link to Alan's show in the show notes um, once it's live. And so uh, make sure you go and check out Alan's podcast, A Mindful You. And uh, Alan, I just want to thank you for shedding some light for our podcasters on ways that they can really um, and help their listeners have a more pleasant experience listening. And also they can start aerating their, uh, their, their speech <laughs> to allow more uh, energy and flow to come in. So That's right. Of, That's right. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it. it's like a screen door in the summertime. It's a screen door that allows the energy to flow rather than a winter door in which resisted. The pausing spaciousness aerates your whole energy field. It's just, and you can do it by speaking and it's free. The air is free. You you don't get don't doesn't charge the pause. I love it. And if you're listening to this podcast, you have to go and find it on YouTube and watch the podcast because Alan really has an amazing way of entertaining with his hands, and he had lots of great props today. So make sure and go and check out the YouTube uh, video of this podcast as well on our YouTube channel. So amplify you family. I want to thank Alan for being here today, and I want to thank you guys for listening in today. I want to send you out this week on a mission to Alan, what should we send them out to do to practice sitting in that bathroom in front of the mirror, like Alan suggested, and just looking at yourself and breathing and relaxing your body. I think that would be a great thing for our listeners to go out and practice this week. What do you think? Five minutes, just five. Okay. Keep your body relaxed. Close your eyes, open your eyes, slow down your speaking and breathe and pause between the breathe and pause between the sounds. So that becomes natural. Right now, breathing and pausing between the sounds that you speak is is not natural. Yeah. So it has to be practiced until it becomes. Well, of course, I'm the sky. I'm not. I'm not the thing. I'm not a cloud. I'm. The, I have clouds, but I'm the sky. <laughs> and the sky's above the cloud, right? <laughs> That's right. The sky is where the sun is, where the air is, where light is. The clouds block it. So the so. But if you can just part the thoughts <laughs> that you speak. That helps part the thoughts that you think. And boy, that's that's major aeration. That that that's mukti. Boy, that, that's that's nirvana stuff in that. When you get when I start parting the thoughts that you think. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love it. So report back to us what your experience was with that. We'd love to hear it. Check us out on Facebook and come in uh joining the conversation and let's hear how your experience was uh trying to do that in front of the mirror this week. So Alan, thank you again for being with us at, uh, on Amplify You and uh, looking forward to your podcast coming out and can't wait to have you back again sometime soon. We can do a behind the mic interview all about your podcast. Wonderful. I would love that. Thank you very much, Michelle. And we'll see Thanks. you at Potapalooza next week. Absolutely. See you then. Thank you, Amplify You family. Have a great week. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.